love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. from our radio hub for Thursday. It's August 22nd, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Everybody, what's up? We are here. Check in with us. Say hello. Right over there, his name is Drew. No matter what my plans are this weekend, they are definitely going to involve a lot of sweating. Are you going to sweat? I'm going to sweat. All right, we'll talk about that sweat session in just a moment. There's Claire. I am so overdue for a haircut, I might do it myself. Oh, <laughs> don't, no, don't do it. Do it, do it, Claire. To do shave it. my head. I'm do it. so bonkers with it's it. It's time. I'm with you. Let's just shave it. Let's shave it no. off. Sha- I do not endorse this activity. Right. Shave it off. 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 I, I, I. Ryder the Youngin, what's up, dude? Uh, I will not be shaving my head or sweating this weekend. I'm just going to be moving, so. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you'll probably be sweating. Yeah, but not as bad as you. <laughs> he is your triple venti pumpkin spiced host. Our host, the Fitz. I was really amazed that uh, some little dude in his little Fast and Furious Honda pulled up beside me the other day. You know, I have a '96 Eddie Bauer Bronco, and I'm like, "Are you kidding? I mean, are you kidding? First, I mean, don't even try to compete with the Bronco. Well, was he racing just, at you? Like, well, vroom, vroom. he was. Yeah, he was kind of vroom vrooming, and I'm like. My Bronco will straight up eat your little Honda's lunch. But listen, you they don't know understand. what I'm packing under the hood, right? Right, Drew. That's a sign of respect when they do that. Oh, they, don't, really? they don't pull up next to a, a Kia sedan and do that. They pull up next to something they think is cool wow, and yeah. throw a couple revs your way. Yeah, they have no idea what uh, the the monster that's sitting underneath that hood. Yeah, right? yeah. You're holding Learn back when you're driving. The compliment. All right. So, uh, where are you going to be going in a couple of days where you're going to be sweating so bad? What's going on with you? Taking a quick little hop over to uh, Phoenix. For yeah. the weekend. Going oh. to Phoenix, a terrible Arizona. idea in, in late August to go to Phoenix, but that's what we're doing. My girlfriend's family's going, so we're all going, and Wh- we're basically going to sit around and sweat to death. Why is everybody deciding to go to Phoenix, uh, you know, like in the month of August? We for- go there every August, uh, although I skipped it last year. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we go every August, and it's, you know, it's 105 super dry desert heat. All day. Do you think that your, your girlfriend's parents are going to have a little sit down with you and, and ask you? Why the fact that you've been dating their daughter for like 11 or 12 years and you haven't put a ring on it? Could that be what this trip is about to Phoenix? Well, You're going to have like a little circle of sweat and they're, they're going to try to get it <laughs> out sweat of lodge? You. Well, you know who else will be there? <laughs> Who's that? You probably don't know this. Uh, my girlfriend's sister will be there with her boyfriend of like oh. eight years. Oh, that's oh. weird. Oh. oh, you're kidding. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with everybody? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with everybody. Something's seriously wrong. But it takes the heat off me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, because but you, not literally. Not literally. <laughs> You've been with yours eleven years, and the other dude's been with his eight. Yeah. Wow, wow. that's nineteen years yeah. of no rings or grandchildren. Wow. Get no this: her, her previous boyfriend proposed to her, and she dumped him. Oh, oh. <laughs> the sister. I mean, now I'm going to question what happened in their childhoods. Yeah, but their yeah. parents are happily married for many, 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 many. Yeah, many there's years. some craziness that went down. 
Yeah, something ain't right. Uh, something ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> Show us them rings. <laughs> All right, you guys. Here comes the Thursday show. Let's go. It happens live. And now. Now. F-I-T with a Z's world famous. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. This is titled Blinded by the Light. A man in Ohio, he decided to clear some overgrown weeds in his yard on Monday by burning them with a blowtorch. Oh, buddy. (laughs) And uh, he accidentally burned down three houses. Oh. Oh, man. Luckily, no one was seriously hurt. One of the firefighters said the flames were about 100 feet high. Oh, my God. uh, When they got there. You're probably wondering if I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio. Do you? Absolutely. Oh, thank goodness. Well, I was first on scene when I got here. Flames were going about 100 feet up in the air. Uh, it was in between two houses. It started like in a garage area and back, but it had uh, already gone to two other houses. So I radioed in for additional personnel and as much fire apparatus as we can get. As you can see, we've got at least three houses that are totally destroyed at this point. Really? But, Mr. Mr. Blowtorch Man? Wow. But no weeds. Yeah, I was going to say... I uh, dare you to find one dang weed in that block. <laughs> but most ironically, yeah. the first thing to be back will be the weeds. Probably. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Before they rebuild the houses, they'll be covered in weeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what do they say in a nuclear storm? You can't get rid of cockroaches or weeds. Right. Yep. Yeah. No matter what you do. Yeah, it's a fine patch of dandelion, son. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go to page two. Why are you kidding me? Folks, this is out of a, a brand new study out of America. <laughs> you are so rude. Yes, it was a study about the uh, trying to find the most most rude or rudest state in the United States. Guesses. And anything is fine, Drew. It's got to be New Jersey. Okay, good guess. Claire. New York. Okay, good guess. Uh, Chicago. Right of the Young and says Chicago. It's not a state, but that's, that's okay. Illinois. Oh, Illinois. Illinois. State of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Claire took mine. <laughs> say it one more time. Illinois? Uh, Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how they really say it? Or do you know how we're told that you're supposed to say the state, I think? I think it's, and I'm not certain on this, Right of the Young. Is, is it Illinois? Yeah. It's Illinois. I would agree with that, Right of the Young. Uh, I, I was in Chicago a couple of weeks ago for a... Uh, Talking to other uh, morning radio professionals <laughs> about how to do what we do on a daily basis. Talk like that. <laughs> and while I was there, I did experience some rudeness from some Chicagoans. Mm. But the study finds that New York is the rudest state. Oh, I yep. won. You won. New York. I have audio here, and I'm I'm scared. To, oh. I'm scared to play it. <laughs> I'm walking here. I'm walking here. <laughs> oh, man. I've actually had pretty friendly experiences in New York City. Uh, in all honesty, like going around, I have found the people from New York City quite quite pleasant. Yeah. In the city. Chicago, not so much in the city. Yeah. I thought Chicago people were pretty polite. Interesting. there. But you also have to pay attention to are you are you speaking to natives or are you speaking to the other tourists around because uh-huh. they're probably jerks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my problem with New Yorkers that are rude is they don't think they're rude. I'm not rude. What are you talking about? Yeah. I'm really nice. Yeah. You jerk. Yeah. I'm walking here. Yeah. I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Fitz happens live. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live.
Welcome back to the show. And uh, reach out to me on Facebook real quick. Just pull up Facebook. Search Follow Fitz. You can send a message. Right over there is uh, Drew, Claire, Ryder the Youngin. And I think we could all agree that social media is is getting out of hand. Social media, people's... Uh, the amount of time that they spend on their social media, like if you look at your your iPhone at the end of the day or whatever you have and it tells you how long you've been on that thing, it is petrifying. I'm not even going to tell you. I'm not even going to tell you the amount of hours during the day that I spend on my phone. But then you get to people like this, people that they call social media influencers, whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, just because you, you uh, a lot of folks have a lot of followers does not make you an influencer in any way. And I love when people introduce themselves as that. I'm like, if you have to tell people you're an influencer, yeah. Yeah. you're not. You're right. Somebody what a job came title. up. Influencer. I, I'm an influencer. I feel like somebody came up to me at an event recently. They're like, uh, listen, do you want me on the show? They go, I'm a social media influencer. I said, I don't know you. I don't know what that yeah. is. Why? Yeah. yeah. So there's a woman named Tiffany Mitchell. She's uh, She's an Instagram influencer. And she's the lifestyle blogger in Nashville. Anyway, a couple of weeks ago, she got in this motorcycle accident. And uh, basically, she thought that the motorcycle accident would be a a beautiful opportunity to turn it into an artsy photo shoot. Let's take Mm. pictures and video the, the, the scene of the accident so I can get hits and clicks. And then, so I heard about that. And then, uh, also days ago, Ronda Rousey, you know, UFC fighter, mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey, great athlete. She ripped her finger off. Ah, all she, the way off? I can't believe you guys haven't seen this. No. No, I saw it. She ripped her finger all the way off, and she's like, hey, this is going to be a great opportunity to, to take a picture. And she posted. it. Wow. And you see the entire thing just dangling. And, you know. I'm surprised WWE let that fly, because now she's a WWE wrestler, and they're... Well, it was her... It was her social media. Yeah, but they're super against that. They don't want you to cringe out like people and kids because it's all directed towards kids now. There's but, no such thing as bad publicity. No, that's true. But WWE is just. But she's an it. influencer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just think people are just it's it's just getting out of control now. I find yeah. myself now not even wanting to check my news feed mm-hmm. really because I, saw I a, just you know I saw a fantastic one the other day. Someone posted a video that they had taken of. This woman doing her own little selfie photo shoot in a New York City subway. People all around her. All around And her. she is completely yeah. consumed. She has her phone or her tablet propped up on a seat, and she's going through all the, the poses and the hair, completely oblivious to all the passengers around her. And yeah. this guy filmed her for like five straight minutes, and she never once looked at anyone. She didn't care there's anyone else on there. And she was just doing her shots and flipping her hair and turning this way and turning that way. Because it's the norm the camera. now. Right. It, just it's the in norm. public, in the middle of people. Right. Like, right. They didn't exist. Uh-huh. Just a normal everyday thing. No right? embarrassment. People uh, sitting in the seat taking selfies for five minutes. It's the. No, no, she's standing in the middle of the bus uh, in this train car wow. with a thing propped on the seat. Did, did she have a wind machine and was she going booch, 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 booch? I wouldn't be surprised. Carry Underwood music video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back, folks. So good for you, social media influencers. <laughs> You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Uh, this is a big deal. Recently, two mothers shared how one of the greatest popular children's songs of all time helped in a, a little four-year Fletcher's dramatic pull rescue. Basically, a mother saved a four-year-old with the help of the Baby Shark song. Baby sharks, you do-do-do-do-do. Baby shark, do-do-do-do-do. Yes. Check this out. 
picked him up with my right arm and just swam as fast as I could. I just remembered seeing Baby Shark and I'm just sitting there singing out loud Baby Shark thinking that she's gonna think I'm nuts. Like I don't know how to thank someone adequately who gives you your child back. So basically, um, this, the little baby needed CPR, and the woman remembered that the Baby Shark song has the correct rhythm for giving chest compressions. Wow. That along with, uh, wasn't it the Bee Gees, Staying Alive? Staying Alive, mm-hmm. yeah. Staying Alive, Staying Alive, ha, 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 Baby Shark, do, 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 do. Are you compression? Come on back to the light. Come on back, brother. Come back to Baby Shark. Come on. I don't know. If I was on my way back to the light, and the first thing I heard is Baby Shark, I might turn around and go, sign him out. You're saying you're, it makes you run away from the light? Yeah. yeah. All right, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. Well, Weight Watchers is taking some heat right now for a new app uh, they just released earlier this week, and the app is called Kerbo, mm-hmm. K-U-R-B-O. Uh, it's meant to provide a, quote, scientifically proven behavior change program, but guess what? It's designed for kids. It's supposed to help kids and teens aged 8 to 17 reach a healthier weight. Now, that's their press release, but immediately... Uh, many advocacy groups, parents, and so on, jumped on the case saying, this is a bad precedent to be sitting. We don't need to be telling kids that there's something wrong with their weight and that they need to be working on it. This is going to lead to eating disorders. But hold mm. up. Yeah, maybe we do. Kids, are, you know what? They're having way too much fast food these days. And yes. they're this sitting the, in front of the video games. Absolutely. If yes. anything, we need to be encouraging right. these kids to get up and move. That's the message we need to be sending. Oh, We're yeah. trying to be too nice all the time. But right. 100%. Does that need to come from an app? That needs to come from parents. It needs to come from mom and dad. It's not. That's the problem. It's not. And the schools are trying to do it, and they're not being uh, successful I just don't think you can crowdsource parenting to an app. Look, I was a fat kid, and my mom used to call me her little chubby bunny. She did not care whether or not I was healthy. (laughs) When I was a baby, my mom called me stubby. Oh. Yeah, what'd your mama call you? Andy. (laughs) 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 See? That's your problem. All right, Claire, what about you? Choose your news. I, you know, Drew removed this, uh, removed, reviewed this film last week called Blinded by the Light. And uh, I haven't seen it yet. I'm so excited to see it, though. I'll probably hit it this weekend because uh, I didn't realize it's made by the same woman who made Bennett like Beckham, which is one of my favorite movies. This is very similar coming of age story about this. A young Bend It Like Beckham is one of your favorite movies? Bend It Like Beckham is a fantastic movie. You know, I've never movie. seen it. <gasps> oh, it's so good. wonderful. What's it about? Wonderful. It's, it's very it? similar to this. It's about a little girl, a, a, a Pakistani girl growing up in England who, you know, dealing with all the bullying and the things that go on with that. But she identifies with David Beckham because wow. she's a soccer player and she befriends Kira Knight. It's a whole thing. It's really, it's a lovely coming of age story. Okay. And this is a very similar thing about a young man uh, who discovers the music of Bruce Springsteen. Well, it turns out the filmmaker and a friend of her who's an author met because they shared a love of Bruce Springsteen as kids. And they met him online for a red carpet back when she did Bennett Like Bennett. And she ran up to him and basically was like, oh, my God, you're Bruce Springsteen. I love you. I want to make a movie based around this book that my friend wrote about you. Can we do it? And he's like, yeah, sure. Knock yourselves out. So here, you know, fast forward a million years later, she finally gets to make the movie. And she was very nervous about what he would think about it. And when he saw it at the Sundance screening about a year or so back, he went up to her and he hugged her and he said, thank you for taking such beautiful care of my music. Oh, cool. Isn't that amazing? Cool. That is awesome. Love the boss. Writer the Young, and real quick, what about you? Choose your news. Well, it turns out if you ever are out in the open and like birds are flying around, seagulls, crows, ravens, any of them, you don't want them to steal Is that a bad f- sign? It, no, but if it, well, usually they steal your food. That's yeah, the thing. Right. They'll, they'll look for their opening and steal your food. Yeah. A new study just came out and said if you stare at them, 
They'll be too scared. They won't steal your food. Oh, I don't believe that. One time I saw Big O Crow and uh, uh, my poor neighbor, Jason Benson, growing up as a kid, uh, it scooped up a big uh, crow buzzard, scooped up its shit zoo. Puppy dog right in front of us oh, took no. it away. Oh, did? Oh, yeah. Dang. Or it was just a big bird. I don't know what it was. Okay. Something with talons. Were they huge talons? Yes, massive talons. Picked up, uh, picked up a dog, and I was looking at that thing, and it, it did not fly away. <laughs> it straight up picked up a dog and flew off, and nobody ever saw I, sprinkle sprinkles again. I think it has to do with more like tiny birds rather than like predators, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, you know what? I have nightmares about that. There incident. were vultures in your neighborhood growing up. <laughs> yes. Fit happens like. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens like. Oh oh. Oh, folks. <laughs> folks. Oh, oh, no. Folks. Uh-oh. Folks. It's a dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> a real bad joke. <laughs> because dad, your jokes are the worst. By the way, thank you all to all of the P1s who have submitted some amazing dad jokes to me. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I appreciate you. Just go to Facebook, search Follow Fits. I've got this awful disease where I can't stop telling airport jokes. The doctor says it's terminal. Wow. It's a dad joke. <laughs> a real bad joke. <laughs> Because, Dad, your jokes are the worst. also want to say happy birthday to uh, uh, somebody who's very, very important to country music today, you guys. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a little hint. You got no way to hold it. Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers turns 81 years old today. Time to leave me, Lucy. Don't take your love to town. You're my lady. For years, you've never let me down. We've got tonight. You decorated my life. We love you, Kenny. And she believes in me. Happy birthday, Kenny Rogers, 81 years old today. However, Kenny's face is looking forward to its 18th birthday That's later in the year. Actually, actually six, yeah. <laughs> Kenny's face is six years old. This is The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, welcome back. Uh, I like to call this day Friday Eve, everybody. We're getting there. You know what? We're getting toward the end of the week together. We're getting ready for the Fitz Files. The good, the bad, and the gossip on the way in moments. Claire, what's up? 
Is Aunt Becky cracking under the pressure of possible jail time? <gasps> what? We'll tell you what her friends say Lori Laughlin is really thinking as her fraud trial gets closer. Drew is standing by with the Thursday reality check. Volusia County, Florida sheriff's deputies have come to arrest a 15-year-old for threatening to shoot up his school. Investigators say on a gaming site, he vowed to bring his father's M15 to school and kill seven people at a minimum. Mm. So yeah. sick of hearing that. So it, sick of hearing all this. And that's why we talk about My it. My gosh, is, is yes. Parents need to speak openly with their kids and say, this is not a joking matter. This is not something to kid about. So the kid went on to a video game chat platform last week. He used a fake name. But in, whether he was kidding or not, or meant just to ruffle feathers, he went on there and said he would bring an M15, which is incorrect, to um, to school to kill at least seven people. It was reported up the chain. It got all the way to the FBI. The FBI turned around and talked to the local sheriff's office, and they did go and arrest this young man. Now, uh, when he was arrested, his mother said, look, there is an old gun in the house, but he does not have access to it. None of that matters. The fact that the threat was made absolutely in this mm-hmm. culture, in yeah. this environment, in this right. in this space we're in right now, this is not a laughing matter, a joking matter. It's not to be taken lightly. And this kid's going to face some pretty tough penalties Good. of law, and that is a lesson. I have a question. I don't yeah. know if you know this. Was it reported by a, another person who saw the comment on the gaming site, or are these sites monitored for stuff like this? Now, this was actually reported by someone on the website. Now, again, I said he'd used a fake name. Once the FBI got involved, they contacted the moderator of this website who then used the IP address of the kid's computer to track Mm -hmm. him down. So this is serious stuff. They put a lot of resources into this. He's been banned from that site. Yeah. you know, th- it's a serious case. And there's two sides to it. You know, parents need to tell their kids, uh, you know, if they see something, say something. Yes, Always. important. But also, our kids are also looking to us saying, hey, adults, mommies and daddies, why do we even have to worry about this at our school? Mm-hmm. They have a right to ask that question, too. They sure. do. Because they shouldn't have to worry about this stuff, you know? And, our and children that- having these drills every single day now, like it's a tornado drill or something. This, we can't ever accept this as the norm, ever. But it comes from every individual parent of every student needs to have these conversations with them yeah. so that they don't think it's okay, so that yeah. they don't want to joke about it, and so that they don't get down that road to doing it. And there you go. That's the Thursday Reality Check. Just letting you know, it's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Ever since the college admissions scandal broke, Lori Laughlin's just been getting hammered on all sides for looking icy and above it all. Like, I'm Poor better Aunt than you. Becky. I Aunt know. Becky. Friends say she really is sorry and embarrassed and hurt, and she knows that her reputation is ruined for life, a.k.a. checkbook. But here's the thing. She still thinks she didn't do anything wrong. Hmm. She claims that oh. she thought that the $500,000 that she and her husband paid to this guy to make their daughters look more interesting to college was just the same as donating money for the school to build a library or an athletic field. This does not pass the straight face test. If, if, it, was just a, if it was just like a donation, right. then how do you explain having your daughters photoshopped into crew pictures? Exactly. Like right. the fact that they played a sport they didn't yeah. play to get a scholarship. That's like, where you just cannot laugh that away. Why exactly. would they try to make their, their children look like college athletes? Right. 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 For a sport yeah. they never played. For yeah. a sport they never played. Yeah. And obviously, and, and the kids certainly when they were showing up to the rowing 
photo shoot or whatever. Uh-huh. I mean, she was probably thinking, why am I dressing up as... Yeah, right. there, there's no way that you tripped and fell into that yeah. part of it. <laughs> exactly. No. Right. Yeah, so her trial's not till October, but now, you know, the, the PR machine is like, oh, she's innocent. On the bright side, she's more famous than ever. Do you guys That's mind true. if I check uh, Aunt Becky or Lori Laughlin's playlist for a moment? Let's yeah. do that. Bad boys, bad boys, okay. what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad boys, bad boys, still on playlist? what you gonna <laughs> Yeah. Real-life drama in the Spider-Verse. Sony Pictures, which owns the right to make Spider-Man movies, and Disney, which owns everything else in the entire world, had a big fight over, well, let's just say money, which ended with the man who produced the very best of the recent Spider-Man films, Marvel President Kevin Feige, now no longer web-slinging. This is amazing. I'll let you guys explain it, but here's the thing. Just this week, the latest Spider-Man movie that they all did together, Far From Home, Past Skyfall to become Sony Pictures' most successful movie mm-hmm. ever. No kidding. A worldwide haul of $1.1 billion and counting. They're even going to re-release it over the Labor Day weekend. It's that good and that successful. And yet Disney and Sony can't seem to get together to keep on doing it. So, Ryder the Young, and you said that that Tom Holland guy was like the perfect Spider-Man too, right? He's been the best Spider-Man hands down. Okay. This is uh, Ryder the Young's area of expertise. So I'm just going to say this. Talk nerdy to me. So basically what's going on is Sony and Marvel struck a deal where basically the, they would split the proceeds 50-50. So if Marvel made the movie, they had control. Sony got to say, oh, we don't like that. Maybe do it this way. That was basically it. Now, Kevin Feige basically came in and was the producer on those movies. And now because of the Disney Plus streaming and all these other shows and movies going on, he just said, I can't, I can't produce the Spider-Man movie. You guys will be fine doing it yourself. Sony basically went, oh, he's not going to be a part of it? Okay, then we want a bigger percentage. That's pro- that's the most li- like likely thing that would have happened because is it kind of just like a little bluff where you know they're gonna you know compromise somewhere and they'll give or take five six percent and everything's gonna be okay. No. Uh, no, I think it will be because Sony even came out and they're throwing everything on Marvel. They're saying, well, because Marvel want- didn't want to give us Kevin Feige, we're just gonna have to do it on our own. But I <gasps> but they also said that they were open to renegotiating down the road. So I think it might be a while. It could be a while, but I have a movie nerd question. <laughs> now the the deal I heard was slightly different, which is Sony wanted they wanted Marvel to put up the money to make the movies, right? And then mm-hmm. Sony would take the entire box office take, and Marvel would get all of the other merchandising and tie-in take. Okay, which oh. means toys and merchandising and all of that stuff, right? Which is a lot of money. So you put two hundred million dollars up to make a movie. Someone else gets a billion dollars in the box office while you you know hope to get back your two hundred oh, million and maybe you know maybe make a mm-hmm. hundred yeah. million. No, so Marvel said. We're Disney. We're not doing that. Oh, Uh-oh. man. They're laying down the law, you're saying? Yeah. Hey, Sony used to be hot in the 80s, but we're Disney. Yeah, oh. Disney doesn't want anything. To, yeah, so Disney's basically also Super point out. Super quick question. Why does a guy that nobody heard of, Kevin Feige, matter? He's because not the director. He, he's not the star. Who cares? He's the head of Marvel Studios. Okay, everybody. Who's, hey, everybody, if you're like me and don't know a lot about the, the Marvel comic book stuff, yeah. I, I'm with you. But I just trust they know what they're talking about. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> hey, what were you saying again? <laughs> what I'm saying is none of that matters because there's going to be a fourth Matrix movie. Yeah! Oh, my. Oh, hang on. Keanu Reeves is I back as EO. Here it is. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> Carrie Ann Moss is back as Trinity, and the Wachowskis are back as well to write and produce. 
course, now they're sisters, not brothers. That's a story for another day. They both had gender reassignment. But the point is, sometime in the next two years, we're going to get more Neo. Yeah. Wow. That's intense. That's big. There you go. You got the good along with the bad and the gossip. (laughs) You've got the Fitz Files. (laughs) The legendary Fitz happens. Live. Live. Fitz happens. Live. 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 Right now, if you have an instant issue that's causing some instant drama, you need some instant advice, insta-fast, well, we're here for you. It's insta-therapy. So think about this a second. If you have a chance to get a job that pays you $10,000 more a year, but you know you're going to be miserable because everybody there hates it, do you take it? This individual has a great opportunity to make more money, but it means longer hours, toxic management. Let me get to this email. Uh... I am stuck between a rock and a hard place right now a couple of months ago. I was promoted at my job, and I love it. Perfect schedule and pay. I'm big on family, so the schedule allowed me to spend plenty of time every single day after work with them. Well, recently I was offered another promotion at a different location. Only problem is the location is awful. The vibe is extremely negative. Management are always fighting amongst themselves. And morale is rock bottom. Hmm. The employees, they're extremely tired and never see their families because they have mandatory overtime. One day last week, they forced people to work 5 a.m. to 12 a.m. and then had us turn around and come back in at 5 a.m. the next morning. The employees are planning to quit because of days like this without warning. The good side is if I stay, I'm going to make close to another $10,000 a year if I go through with this. Yeah, all that overtime. People uh, uh, I've asked are split. Some say go for the money, man, while others say time is precious and family is way more important than money. What do you think? You guys are amazing, and the show is uh, is a blessing to all that hear it. I'm hoping I can get some insta therapy from a few of your five minute heroes. Let's. Uh, he says his name is Ben, although I do think he he changed his name, which is fine. Yeah. What do you do in that situation? I'm going to assume that Ben is a younger individual, um, based on the fact that he's even considering taking this, and that makes a difference because you can tolerate, and you should tolerate. Some pretty tough work conditions when you're younger. It's the time to do it as opposed to when you're a little more mature and you've been around that block a few times. And it might be a good time to bite the bullet, to bear down, to work some miserable long hours for a year or two or three or four to stockpile that money to to finance the rest of your life. Having said all that, money is not worth everything. Well, you got to pick a side. I mean, so let me say, yeah, let me say this. I, I've been in a situation where, you know, I was making a good living and stuff, but uh, the environment was extremely negative. Management was, you know, fighting amongst themselves. What, the morale me, of the building was absolutely rock bottom. And that wasn't worth it for me. You know what I mean? That was not worth it for me to be in that environment, no matter what they were paying me. Yeah. Let me, we don't know enough details to know this, but if Ben, he just said he got a promotion yeah. where he is at. Right. So moving to this other branch, this other location, perhaps he is just the go-getter. Maybe it's his opportunity to go and fix the problems. Maybe he can end up on top of the heap at that other place by fixing what is wrong there. Insta therapy right now. Uh, we're looking for some five-minute heroes who can give us some advice real quick uh, for our buddy Ben. It happens live. This happens live. We have a uh, uh, listener in our P1 family who needs some serious help, who needs some insta therapy. So think about this: you have a chance to get a job that pays you ten thousand more dollars a year, but you know you're going to be miserable because everyone there hates it. Do you take it? You know, I'm with Drew on this. I say if you're if you're 25, yeah, do it. If you're 35, don't do it. Mm-hmm. You will never get that time back, 
ever. Right. Now let's parse this out. Ten grand a year, that's about roughly $800 a month after taxes, maybe benefits, all that. Maybe you get $500 a month. You know what? That's a good car payment. If you can be disciplined and say to yourself, I am suffering this because I needed a car or I did that, you can do it. But if you're just dazzled by the number 10000 don't do it because yeah. you will never get that time back. Great text messages coming in as well. $10,000 is not enough for me, man, uh, just to be away from my family. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree with that, too. I mean, time away from your family, especially over the years, I've, I've really realized this. Time is money. Time yeah. is money. If somebody wants me, like, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to be away from, spending time away from my wife and my babies, time is money, right? couple people pointing yeah. out here that a toxic workplace is bad for your health, and your true. health will cost you money. Yep. Let's go. Uh, Bruce. Hey, Bruce, you have any uh, insta-therapy? Go ahead. Yeah, brother, man. I, I grew up dirt poor, and we had nothing, and I've, I've worked hard, and, and now there's years where I make more than a million dollars a year. And I can say one thing. Money doesn't solve any problems at all. And if he's going to work in a toxic environment, he's going to bring it home, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause him more trouble and heartache than it'll ever help him. Ten grand is isn't that much. Right. Yeah. Mm. Preach it. Yeah. Preach it. It's a great advice. But at, at, I did work a job that had a lot of overtime, and one additional benefit is if you're working a lot, if you're at work, if you're grinding away, you're not out spending money. So that ten grand can actually feel like a lot more. <laughs> Seriously. Uh-huh. True, and yeah. it adds up pretty quick, too, mm-hmm. when you're saving. Hey, Deb, go ahead. Thank you so much for calling in. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Thank you. What do you think? Um, I don't think you should take the job. Okay. I well, think after taxes, I think it's not worth the money. Yeah. You it's, know what I mean? After taxes, what does that get you? Like About you said, $550 a month, maybe? Right, right. It's not worth the stress, is it? You know what I mean? I'm like, you're working all the time. You don't get to see your family. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a good idea. I also hate the notion that young people should go suffer. Ah, you're right. Mm. But but it, You know it, what I mean? Why should young people? Why? It's not that More young people should. People? Well, it's, I do believe that they should pay their dues a little bit. Yeah, I think there is some dues. Well, That's something we've course. lost it, a little bit. It's not even that. It's not that you have to pay your dues. It's that you, if you don't have a, a wife and kids and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, you're you're more resilient with your time. Why not bank the money? But you're right. If you're 25 and you do have a spouse and kids, then you're right. It's not yeah. so much about yeah. age as I was thinking Place in stage life. of life. Yeah. Right. Shane uh, from yeah. Camino Island makes a great point. Shane says, hey, <laughs> you can't take it to the grave. Can't take True. it with you. Nope. Super right. Point. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I used to work at GameStop, and that was, like, every day. I mean, it started getting to the point where, like, you just don't want to wake up. Wow. You don't want to go into work because yeah. it's so stressful. And it's not its not like even your coworkers or anything. It's just the stress itself. Right. So, I mean, yeah, don't do it. Find something you love. Fit happens. It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. I want to tell you about this group of firemen near St. Louis that recently helped a woman in a wheelchair after they saw her tip over trying to get into her home. Her house wasn't wheelchair accessible, so she had to wheel herself to the front yard and then make it up multiple steps to get in. Isn't that sad when you're very old and handicapped that somebody even has to go through that on a daily basis? You know? Um, anyway, luckily she wasn't hurt, but they knew it would happen again, so a bunch of firemen went back to the house just a couple of days later with shovels and concrete, and they built her a path... They dug out part of the front yard to make it even. They poured uh, cement, and they made a path all the way from the sidewalk to her front porch. And then they put in a ramp for her. And the most amazing part is none of them were on the clock. They just did it over the weekend, and they're off time. Weren't paid a penny uh, because they just, you know, that's how much they cared. 
Wow. And wow. I, I wanted to share that story about what they did. Yeah. That's really incredible. Community just involvement yeah. and, and caring for your community when you're off the clock. You're right. That. Yeah. And it shows they aren't just there to collect the check and race around in the fire they really truck. They're help. there to really help the people. You're right. Right. Oh, that is really nice. Mm-hmm. I, I hope I'd like to think probably the materials were donated and stuff too, like all that stuff. You know, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's amazing. Honestly, the materials, even if they weren't, it's not that much money. It, mm-hmm. It's the to get the lumber and the concrete. Yeah, a little yeah. bit, mm-hmm. like a couple bags of concrete and some lumber stuff. Not that less much. than a hundred dollars. The huh? labor is what the know-how, you know, it's and the, the labor, labor and the heart yeah. and the know-how that, that yeah. really counts. There. Yeah, right. wanting to do it. Awesome. And that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fitz Show. Every day, Fitz happens. Now all we need is you. We want to hear from you right now. We want you to call in and admit to those little things that you do when nobody is watching. You know what I mean? Those little weird quirks that we all do with the question, am I all jacked up? All jacked up. All jacked up. I will be happy to begin today. Um, This morning, I had an episode of, of panic because I realized I had forgotten to put my wipies in my little man bag. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> and I panicked. And I, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be late, you know, preparing for the show and stuff. But I've got to have my wipies. Because everybody knows you're not clean if you use regular toilet paper. I don't care what anybody says. You're not. So does that make me all jacked up? Yeah, because you didn't have a moist toilet in your purse? Yes. Because yes. Of separation yes. anxiety? Yes. Yeah, just a little yes, bit. Sir. <laughs> All right, anybody else? And, and don't feel oh, obligated, yeah. but you know, if, if you do have something that you know you've been doing lately, go ahead, yeah. Claire. I've been I do this all the time. Uh, I didn't realize how jacked up it was until somebody actually witnessed it. But uh, we have a neighbor that has chickens, and you know it's pretty normal. Every time you go by the chicken thing with the dogs, you go bark, 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 bark. Yeah. That's yeah. normal. Everybody makes yeah. do- animal sounds and animals, right? Right. But the difference is, I always add in, because they have a rooster, I always think back to the old Bugs Bunny Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. And every time, every time I see the rooster, I go, a Mayan! <laughs> and, wow. and yesterday, the owner was out there, and I was like, run, dogs, run, 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 run! Yeah. A Mayan! Am I all jacked up? Yes! Oh, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Yes. All jacked up! Oh. All jacked up! Fits happens live. This is Fitz territory. Fitz happens. Hi, hi, hi. You know, we want to hear from you, uh, and and if you can, Colin, and admit to those little things that you do when nobody is watching, with the question, "Am I all jacked up?" All jacked up. A lot of great text messages coming in right now as well. Go ahead, Drew. I really like this one. I pretend like I'm in the Truman Show when I'm alone. I act extra proper. I wouldn't want anyone to see me do anything that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning they think someone's watching. They pretend like someone's watching all the time. That's great. Uh, uh, here's one where she says, I love to sing and dance in my truck. Uh, and I have my windows down on a nice day, hoping that some guy will see me and think I'm cute and quirky and want to go on a date since I'm single. <laughs> Am I all jacked up? All jacked up. <laughs> So she she rolls down the window and just sings, you know, on a show and she sings a song. That's what's up. To lure the men in. (laughs) Uh, Every morning when I go to work, I got to pee behind my shop restroom 20 feet away. (laughs) (laughs) Why go in the building when there's plenty of nature right outside? (laughs) That is true. There are some times where I just don't want to use the bathroom inside because I'd rather go outside and, and... and just do it. I think as a man, that's something that we all love to do. Get yeah. out on that porch. And- be in nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be one with nature. Does that make us all jacked up? A little bit, yeah. Mm. All jacked up! <laughs> all jacked up! 
Monica, go ahead. Hi. Uh, yeah, I tend to go to the gas stations in the morning before I go to work, and I buy two energy drinks, even though I know I can only buy one. And uh, so I have like 15, 20 energy drinks sitting in the back of my car <laughs> because I only drink one of them. And so I tend to like give them out to homeless people because I don't know what else to do with them. And I keep buying more. <laughs> in my own you are so jacked up. <laughs> where do you hand them out? Yeah, where do you hand them out at? <laughs> Ryder wants to stand on your route. Yeah, right. please. <laughs> oh, you're right. There are a bunch of jacked up homeless people yeah. right now. Oh my God. Wired. Uh, Hi, Jessica. Go ahead. Hey, so when I get up in the morning and I put my socks on, I always put the better sock on my right foot. Am I all jacked up? <laughs> How do you know which one's the better sock? Well, there's always a better sock. It's a more comfortable one. <laughs> the softer one. <laughs> so jacked up. <laughs> Kevin, go ahead, my friend. Hey, Fitz, when I am sitting stopped at a light in traffic, if I see a cyclist coming up behind me, I'll pull over to the curb so they can't get to the front of the line. <laughs> Ruthless. Oh. Ruthless. Oh, man. Am I all jacked up? <laughs> yes, but you're, but you're hilarious. <laughs> this is Fitz Happens Live. Fitz Happens Live. Hi, Mitch. Go ahead. Uh, hey guys, uh, whenever I burp, I uh, can't help but laugh at myself. Does that make make me all jacked up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it makes you laugh when you burp. I I just I find it funny. I I think they're funny, and even when I'm doing one, it's, I think it's funny. <laughs> Are you four years old? <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, I think you're a little jacked up. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> hey, Kristen, what about you? Hey, so. You know how people use Q-tips to clean the wax out of their ears? Oh, yeah. I like using bobby pins. It feels so much better. Does that make me all checked up? Oh, bobby pins in the ear. Yeah, well, it makes you uh, risking yourself for possible infection. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go to Eric real quick. Eric, what about you? Hey, uh, yeah, guys. When I go number one, I kind of just take down my whole pants. To my ankles instead of just unzipping. Does that make me jacked up? <laughs> like when you go to the bathroom with all the other guys, you're the you're the one individual who drops the pants all the way to the bottom. Yeah, I've been doing it since I was a kid. I have <laughs> <laughs> That's such a rare sighting when you're when you're at like the ballpark and you see that guy. You're that guy. You're definitely jacked. I'm, I'm that guy, Mr. Oh, Buns. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? But I got I got mad respect for that guy. Oh yeah. You know. Uh, yes, you're absolutely all jacked up. Thank you so much for calling. The Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, in minutes, we're going to go straight out of country. A couple of folks had some birthdays yesterday in country music. Uh, We'll talk about that. Also, brand new music from Midland. And the evolution of their music. Oh, snap. Are they in the 80s now? <laughs> They've never, well, I was going to say they never really left. But yeah, you're right. They're in the, they're in the 70s right now yep. getting, into, getting into the 80s. Cool. So uh, hang tight for that. Drew is standing by with the Thursday reality check. Southwest Airlines is dropping nearly 20 nonstop routes next year in order to free up their planes for flights with stronger demand. Secretary. Wow. 
Yeah, so I this is a question. It's actually not that unusual for them to reevaluate the route, see where the demand is, where they're having fuller flights and, and, and having to turn people away and that sort of thing. So the flights, they're dropping a lot. Uh, a lot of stuff from like L.A. to Mexico, L.A. to Omaha, L.A. to Pittsburgh, Boston, Atlanta, uh, Dallas to Jacksonville, Dallas to Oklahoma City, uh, uh, Dallas to San Fran, to Oakland, to San Jose, to, to Sacramento. A ton of flights that are considered like very popular flights, but they just don't have the same kind of, uh, I guess, profit return as some of these other flights. And this may know, be I a think... look forward at the, the plane crunch that's coming. Or they want people to take the smaller planes because the smaller planes on those puddle jumpers, they are more expensive. Like to, like if you if I let's just say I was going to fly from Seattle to Dallas, but I wanted to get to my wife's hometown of Shreveport, Bossier City, Louisiana, where I'd stop in Dallas and get on that little plane, right to go from Dallas to like. So they're not going to have the big planes to to make those little quick flights anymore. It seems like actually that's what they're doing is moving the big planes to the smaller flights because they can turn that flight around quicker. So that mm-hmm. little plane that uh, to fill up a seven three seven to go from Dallas to yeah. Shreveport. They can put more people on it and get that plane fuller going two ways. They're actually uh-huh. taking flights off of the bigger routes to put them on smaller routes. Hmm. It's an oh, interesting strategy. Interesting. Kind of returning to well, their routes. You know what? I'm glad they're working on that, but what about the legroom issue? It's not getting any better. No. Oh, they no added four kidding. rows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they added that. rows. Yay! Yay. <laughs> All right, there you go. The Thursday reality check. Now it's the Fit Show. Straight out of country. I was very upset I didn't even bring it up yesterday, but Kenny Rogers turned 81 years old. Gambler. Yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. To find time to leave me, Lucy. Don't take your love to town. You're my lady. So the gambler's 81, and Casey Musgraves is how old? 31. Yeah, 50 years apart. Happy birthday, Casey Musgraves. That's the only amazing number of the dating. Very hard on that Casey Musgraves montage compilation last night. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite Casey Musgraves song. So glad you got High Horse. <clears throat> high Horse? Her least country, not country song. Hey, that it says, Giddy up, giddy up. Mm-hmm. That makes it a country song. 
Yeah, actually, I gotta say, Space Cowboy is probably my favorite. I was just gonna say Space <laughs> Cowboy. Yeah, I think I like that. I just, she's so good. I look, follow your arrow. She's so talented, and uh, music doesn't quite know what to do with her. She's a country star, but she's not. You know what I mean? She, she can. I yeah, do she's know what you mean. She's, she's, she's very, folk, very she's unique. She's a songwriter. She falls in different categories. She's right. drop dead gorgeous. She's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. She's also from the great state of Texas. Yes, she oh. is. Oh. Uh-huh. All right, check this out real quick. Midland has a brand new song out called Playboys, and it's from their album Let It Roll, which actually drops um, tomorrow. Check this out. Get on the stage and play. You know what's crazy? I can't believe I'm saying this. Some might say, well, that's too country for a country radio station in 2019. <laughs> it sounds like very, it. very similar. Just I can't quite place it, but it's very much like a classic country song. Like, it sounds something like uh, something from like Cannonball Run. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like Jersey. Burt Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. There you go. We just took you straight out of country. Fitch happens live. The Fitch Show. Folks. It was a cold day at Lambeau Field. I wanted to kick something off called the Celebrity Baby Draft, folks. Here's how it works. Basically, whenever a celebrity announces a pregnancy or has a baby, we're going to pick the next woman or celebrity couple to get pregnant or have a baby. And yes, adoption uh, absolutely counts because you're having a baby and you're 100% growing your family. So we'd love to hear from you right now. Uh, who, Who would you like to pick for the Celebrity Baby Draft? In Hollywood terms, the the adopters are like the wild cards because you don't see it coming. They come out of nowhere. Right? Oh, Suddenly they've got a baby. Yeah, right. But are absolutely they're what we call sleepers in fantasy yes. football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, we got to do. Fan- uh, am I too late for fantasy football? No, right. I haven't drafted yet. Okay. Yeah. okay. What you guys are thinking? Uh, I'm going to begin. I'm thinking Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton are next oh. to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the celebrity baby draft. Gwen and Blake. Now, Fitz, who's going to be documenting this? Yeah, somebody this? needs to describe this. Yeah. Hey, Drew, Drew you can be the court reporter. No, who Writer. Do? Writer's going to write yeah, it into yeah, yeah. a document. Will you be the court reporter? Yes, I will be. Now, okay. Gwen and Blake. You're taking a, a risk with that choice because they're a little bit older. But it's having my, new kids. But it's my choice. But no, I'm just saying, taking a risk. Does it count if they adopt? Yes. Because that is oh, absolutely right. exactly. Yeah, it's a 100%. new baby. Adoption totally counts. Yeah. That's that is growing a family. You're totally in the running because she loves to adopt. Thank you, thank you, Writer the Youngin. Yeah. So, uh, so Fitz says Gwen and Blake. Drew, what about you for the Celebrity Baby Draft? You know, I had one all picked out, but you might have just sent me in a completely different direction. No, I'm going to go with my original instinct. Okay. I think that Kelsey Ballerini and Morgan Wallen, and, and the reason I think that is... Interesting choice. You know how Nashville's going out. They're newlyweds or they're about to get married, something like that. Yep. And if you're in Nashville right now, you're in baby-making country. Dang, good point. If you are in Nashville, yes, you're. I mean, uh, so many people have been wondering: is there something going on in the water there? <laughs> like, it is. Yeah. It is as fertile is as the Napa water. Yep. You know, Claire. <laughs> welcome to the Celebrity Baby Draft. Who would you like to pick today? I'm going with Marin Morris and Ryan Hurd. Mm. Oh, why would you say these things? Please. They just got married last year, and you know that means they're practicing a lot. Wow. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. By the way, brilliant text messages came in. I'm so mad I didn't pick it. Russell Wilson and oh, Ciara. Oh. Ciara. Yeah, okay. Um, writer the Youngin. Chris Pratt. 
and Katherine Schwarzenegger. Wow, oh, excellent. Good, good pick. Excellent yeah, pick. they've been together now for a little while. They got married not too long ago. Uh-huh. I think that they're uh, I think they're almost ready for a baby. Yeah, it okay. seems hot and heavy because they got married quickly. Really? Right really. off his divorce, pow, together, yeah. hooked up, married. He fell in love. Wow. Yeah, that, that was a quick one, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. It felt quick to us. I wonder where they met. Um... Well, I mean, I think I, we knew where they met. I just can't remember. Okay. I, I had a feeling that he worked with Arnold Schwarzenegger or something because he has stogies with him all the time. But it, maybe it, that's because of it Catherine. Was, it was through the Schwarzenegger Shrivers. It, okay. it was through her go. family. Yeah. yeah. The celebrity baby draft is on. Uh, again, let, let's run through the list one more time just so we can have you know a documentation of it. All right, Fitz, you have Gwen and Blake. Okay. And then Drew, you got Kelsey Ballerini and Morgan Wallen. Mm-hmm. Claire picked Marin Morris and Ryan Hurd. And then myself, I pick Chris Pratt and Katherine Schwarzenegger. Okay, so we have to pay really close attention to, you know, who's obviously announcing pregnancies, having babies. Um, also, I think Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line and his wife Haley just had a baby. Just, just, just yeah. like yeah. a couple qualified. days ago. So it's yeah. pre- and so yeah. that's when we always got to kick, uh, right. kick off a brand new celebrity baby draft. The Fit Show. And now, and here's now, my and daddy. Now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. My name is Fitz, standing by, getting ready to deliver your What Are You Kidding Me stories, folks. As I begin with a story out of New Hampshire. I'm going to go get some crabs up in New Hampshire. <laughs> out of New Hampshire. You've got to be kidding me. Derry, New Hampshire town officials recently opened a time capsule on its 50th anniversary of being sealed. The entire town showed up. People from near and far, you see, came to see what was in the time capsule, you see, and all of a sudden they opened it up and it was empty. Oh, no. No one knows where the contents could have gone or, you know, nobody knows what, if, if anything was in it in the first place. Some speculate that it could have held some of uh, Alan Shepard's items in it. You know, who's the first American in space and, right. and actually from Derry, New Hampshire. Yeah. Uh, this was 1969. Yeah. I'm guessing they smoked what was ever in there. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Oh. Or they smoked something else and forgot to put something in there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or envision that they put a whole bunch of great stuff in there and actually put it in like someone's closet. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, where's the stuff? Was there ever any stuff? Right. I have Maybe exclusive- this is just a great prank. I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now. It took us several tries to get it open because we had the combination and it's an older safe. So by the time we actually got it open, there were a number of staff people standing around watching. We were a little horrified to find that there was nothing in it. It could have happened at any point in there. We've even speculated that nothing actually got it put in there in the first place. We just don't know. Because it was 50 years ago, the items were put in there. We're speculating that there may have been some Alan Shepard items in there. It was just the 50-year anniversary of the moon landing. So we just won't know what happened to them. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. This reminds me of something, you guys. It reminds me of Geraldo Rivera's yep. embarrassment when in 1986, Geraldo opened this vault in Chicago that may have belonged to mobster Al Capone. Oh. And so all these work crews, they, they were you know blasting through concrete. You know, this was live network TV it was in one prime the, time. Yeah. One of the first big live prime time events that right. wasn't like a news event or a sports event. It was the first time network TV... Did a live drop on some on a big like and, and pumped it all month like Geraldo going under Al Capone's vault and they sp- they built it up for days and days and days and guess what they found nothing nothing <laughs> oh, a couple no. of coke bottles and for like four hours they, yes. they we watched them find nothing check this out I'm Geraldo Rivera and you're about to witness a live television event 
a massive concrete vault has been discovered. Some think it belonged to none other than the notorious Al Capone. That vault is going to be open live. When all was said and done, all I'd found was an old stop sign and a couple of empty gin bottles. I promised all the critics that if we didn't find anything, I'd sing a song. So, uh, Chicago, Chicago, that's oh, moment. No. All right, I'm going. I'll see you. Then the next wow. morning, the ratings started coming in. The mystery of Al Capone's vaults was, and still is, the highest-rated syndicated special <laughs> in the history of television. Well, of course people were hanging yeah. on. I yeah. watched it. Until the very end, and now they said nothing. Everyone watched it. Yeah. I remember, yeah, I remember it very it. well. All right, folks, there you go. You got the... Are you kidding me? Stories of the day. You're listening to The Fitch Show. Fitch happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are The Fitch Files. Ever since the college admissions scandal broke, Lori Laughlin's just been getting hammered on all sides for looking icy and above it all. Like, I'm better than you. Becky. Aunt Becky. Friends say she really is sorry and embarrassed and hurt, and she knows that her reputation is ruined for life, a.k.a. checkbook. But here's the thing. She still thinks she didn't do anything wrong. Hmm. She claims that she thought that the $500,000 that she and her husband paid to this guy to make their daughters look more interesting to college was just the same as donating money for the school to build a library or an athletic field. This does not pass the straight face test. If, <laughs> if, it, was just a, if it was just like a donation, right. then how do you explain having your daughters photoshopped into crew pictures? Exactly. Like, yeah. right. the fact that they played a sport they didn't yeah. play to get a scholarship. That's like, where you just cannot laugh that away. You why would they try to make their, their children look like college athletes? Right. 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 For a sport yeah. they never played. For yeah. a sport they never played. Yeah. And obviously, and, and the kids certainly when they were showing up to the rowing photo shoot or whatever. Uh-huh. I mean, she was probably thinking, "Why am I dressing up as?" Yeah. Right. There, there's no way that you tripped and fell into that yeah. part of it. <laughs> exactly. No. Right. Yeah. So her trial's not till October, but now you know the the PR machine is like, "Oh, she's innocent." On the bright side, she's more famous than ever. Do you guys That's mind true. if I check uh, Aunt Becky or Lori Laughlin's playlist for a moment? Let's yeah. Do that. Bad boys, bad boys. Okay. What you gonna do? Uh, what you gonna do when they come <laughs> for you? Bad boys, bad boys. Still on your playlist? What you- <laughs> yeah. Real-life drama in the Spider-Verse. Sony Pictures, which owns the right to make Spider-Man movies, and Disney, which owns everything else in the entire world, had a big fight over, well, let's just say money, which ended with the man who produced the very best of the recent Spider-Man films, Marvel President Kevin Feige, now no longer web-slinging. This is amazing. I'll let you guys explain it, but here's the thing. Just this week, the latest Spider-Man movie that they all did together, Far From Home, Past Skyfall to become Sony Pictures' most successful mm-hmm. movie ever. No kidding. A worldwide haul of $1.1 billion and counting. They're even going to re-release it over the Labor Day weekend. It's that good and that successful. And yet Disney and Sony can't seem to get together to keep on doing it. So, Ryder the Youngin, you said that that Tom Holland guy was like the perfect Spider-Man too, right? He's been the best Spider-Man hands down. Okay. This is uh, Ryder the Youngin's area of expertise. So, I'm just going to say this. Talk nerdy to me. So basically what's going on is Sony and Marvel struck a deal where basically the, they would split the proceeds 50-50. So if Marvel made the movie, they had control. Sony got to say, oh, we don't like that. Maybe do it this way. That was basically it. Now, Kevin Feige basically came in and was the producer on those movies. And now because of the Disney Plus streaming and all these other shows and movies going on, he just said, I can't, I can't produce the Spider-Man movie. You guys will be fine doing it yourself. Sony basically went, oh, he's not going to be a part of it? Okay, then we want a bigger percentage. 
that's pro- that's the most li- like likely thing that would have happened because is it kind of just like a little bluff where you know they're gonna you know compromise somewhere and they'll give or take five six percent and everything's gonna be okay? No, 100- uh, no, I think it will be because Sony even came out and they're throwing everything on Marvel. They're saying, well, because Marvel want- didn't want to give us Kevin Feige, we're just gonna have to do it on our own. But I <gasps> but they also said that they were open to renegotiating down the road. So I think it might be a while. It could be a while, but. I have a movie nerd question. <laughs> now the the deal I heard was slightly different, which is Sony wanted they wanted Marvel to put up the money to make the movies, right? And then mm-hmm. Sony would take the entire box office take, and Marvel would get all of the other merchandising and tie-in take. Okay, which oh. means toys and merchandising and all of that stuff, right? Which is a lot of money. So you put two hundred million dollars up to make a movie. Someone else gets a billion dollars in the box office while you you know hope to get back your two hundred million oh, and maybe fair. you know maybe make them a hundred mm-hmm, million. Yeah. No, so Marvel said. We're Disney. We're not doing that. Oh, uh-uh. man, they're laying down the law, you're saying? Yeah. Hey, Sony used to be hot in the 80s, but we're Disney. Yeah, oh. Disney doesn't want anything. To, yeah, so Disney's basically also Super point out. Super quick question. Why does a guy that nobody heard of, Kevin Feige, matter? He's because not the director. He, he's not the star. Who cares? He's the head of Marvel Studios. Okay, everybody. Who's, he hey, everybody, if you're like me and don't know a lot about the, the Marvel comic book stuff, yeah. I, I'm with you, but I just trust they know what they're talking about. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> hey, what were you saying again? <laughs> what I'm saying is none of that matters because there's going to be a fourth Matrix movie. Yeah! Oh, my. Oh, hang on. Keanu Reeves is I back as EO. Here it is. I know Kung Fu. Carrie Ann Moss is back as Trinity And the Wachowskis are back as well To write and produce Of course now they're sisters, not brothers That's a story for another day They both had gender reassignment But the point is Sometime in the next two years We're going to get more Neo Wow That's intense That's big There you go You got the good Along with the bad and the gossip (laughs) You've got the Fitz Files The legendary Fitz Happens Live Live Real. All right, bro. Funny. Hey, I don't give a damn blam, Sam. Forget the peanut butter jelly. I'm ready to jam. The Fit Show. Testing on. Hello. Hello. Testing. Testing. You know what I mean? Everybody, welcome back to the show. Fits happens. It's Thursday. Uh, I have a goal every day. I, I, I just I, I try to make every day a Friday for you. I mean, if you're listening, you deserve you know at least somebody trying to give you a show. There's my buddy Drew. He is a United States Marine. There is Claire right over there. Claire is the ultimate professional. She's always prepared, unlike myself. And uh, there is Ryder the Young, and he's right over there. So earlier, we were discussing a couple of uh, country birthdays that have uh, been going on the past couple of days. Kenny Rogers is 81. Casey Musgraves is 31. That's a 50-year difference. Yeah, they're like the difference. bookends of country music. Correct. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, there would never be like, I mean, that would be really interesting if they were in a relationship, 81 and 31-year-old, 50, you know. Well, it is important to remember that Kenny's face is, is younger than Casey. Oh, stop it. Correct. <laughs> uh, you know, from what I understand, Kenny Rogers felt really bad about that, like, you know, kind of regretting that he did that. He well, admitted that he went too far. Yeah. He went too far, and also, I think it it, it wasn't well done. Whoever did it did not follow through, I don't think. He shouldn't have gone to Wild Bill's facial reconstruction. Something, something like that, yeah. In, in uh, Mexico City, Mexico? It wouldn't surprise me if behind the scenes there was some, you know, lawsuity, fix-it yeah. kind of thing Hi, going Hey, everybody, on. it's Wild Bill right here in Lincoln County, New yeah. Mexico. We will slice him, we will dice him, we will stretch well, him out. Do you need cheek implants? Call me now. 
Do you need Botox? Call me now. I'm the guy who... Well, yeah, I feel There's bad. no face too wrinkled. There's no mug too ugly. But you know what? I always talk about this with my wife all the time. You know, she occasionally likes to go get Botox. I'm like, just let's stop it. Because, I, you know, I have a fear that as we see some of these celebrities that we see on TV with all the implants and the fillers, and all, it's like, I just, I don't ever want my wife... To look like that. And not that I have a right in any way to say, hey, don't do this. Because obviously people are doing that because they want to make themselves happy in some way. Right? Well, there, there's a there's something lacking yeah. where they, they want it would make them happier. And if that makes them happier, that's fine. But I just don't want one, my wife to ever do that. Your wife is a beautiful woman. Right. I don't get why she feels she needs to She gets to Botox in her forehead. That's yeah. it. She hasn't gotten anything else. A lot of people do. Yeah, yeah. For, uh, my girlfriend does the same thing, and I have the exact same concerns. Like I told her, do not become one of those tiger women with the crazy stretched but, out face uh, where but your you guys, eyes are. Not, Botox is not that. It's not collagen. It's not an implant. All it is is a, a it's it's a muscle relaxant, right? Basically, is paralyzer. what it is. It's, it's a paralyzer. paralyzer. It's a paralyzer. Yeah. 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 So you're you're calling it a gateway drug? Is what it's you're saying? It's a gateway because right? they're doing that now to, to stave off a couple of forehead wrinkles, and the next thing is, oh well, this is drooped or this because I hear her saying it, uh-huh. and I and she knows I'm concerned about this. She's listening right now, going, shut up. But and it's interesting is and my wife wants to you're right you know because all she's had is botox and she's promised me I'll never do anything else but get botox in my forehead but I can hear her occasionally asking well what about what if I try this I'm like please god no stay just the way you are right now yeah. you know mm-hmm. you're right they don't it, know we love them like they are yeah we love you just the way you are but they would say no you don't because you always look at those you know fitness models on Instagram and that's why they go in and do it <laughs> You know. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Obviously, we again we've got nothing accomplished. <laughs> Fitz Eppins live. All year. All year. All right, what's up? What have we learned today for Thursday, August twenty second, twenty nineteen? And wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. Let us know what you learned today. Um, I learned that social media continues to get just out of control. There was a woman who was in a motorcycle accident. She, she, she called herself a social media influencer. And she started posting pictures of her motorcycle accident. Uh, and then Ronda Rousey, who used to fight in the UFC, she just ripped off her finger a couple of days ago. And then she started posting pictures of her, her, her severed finger on her Instagram. And I just think that is... I just think that's kind of going too far. Really? Are we that desperate for hits and clicks that we are posting stuff like that? That's the new media. You're right. That's where they're looking. Crazy. All right, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? I learned that our listeners basically all agree that uh, a little bit more money is not worth taking a terrible job. We did that. Uh, we talked about it in Insta Therapy today. That's right. And for the most part, everyone was on the same page. Like They were recommending someone does not take a... a crappy job because it pays more money. Yeah. I mean, if you're miserable at work and you're going to make more money, it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Claire, what have we learned today? I learned in All Jacked Up that in every pair of socks, one sock is better than the other, and now I'm going to be obsessed with that for the rest of my life. (laughs) There's always one better sock. You are the better sock. Yeah. (laughs) You are going on the right foot. (laughs) Right of the youngin'. What's going on? Well, today I learned that Kenny Rogers had like face-off surgery or something. I finally Googled him. I didn't realize there was such a big difference. Well, I'm surprised that you you actually knew who Kenny Rogers was. Well, I I know the song The Gambler. Like, yeah. (laughs) What else does he sing? Not the Danger Zone. (laughs) 
just played a whole medley. You didn't pick up one thing from that. Yeah. So I, again, did you just gambler. did you just confuse Kenny Rogers and Kenny Loggins again? No, no, no. I was saying he doesn't do that. One. I've learned. I've learned. He was Kenny repeating Ro- the lesson. Kenny Rogers does, does sing Danger Zone. Oh, he does. Yes. Oh. Well, then he sings Danger Zone. I got that one, too. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Uh, Oh, dang it, dude. I thought you wanted to teach me. Oh, no. Now it's just getting fun. (laughs) All right, you guys. Have a great day. We'll see you uh, for the Friday show. Manana. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm Ryder the Youngin. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody. Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.